For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. The following is an America Matters Media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. Talking Truth to Power, I'm your host, President Trader, my co-host, Leland Fagri, and behind the board, Shanima Lawson. Without whom? Morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's a nice, uh, crisp uh, January day. Beautiful morning, yeah. Beautiful. And uh, there's a lot of news that we have had to cover. There is? Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, is it a nascent World War III? Yeah, it, that's what people are claiming, and some people seem to want it. We'll get into that later in the show. President Vindeman? President Vindeman, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the uh, West, like Russia likes to call it now, the collective West. Mm -hmm. The collective West is all over the place. Well, he's referring to NATO. It, well, mostly, but yeah. he's also culturally... I mean, Russia culturally is different than France, or at least cosmopolitan France, Macron's mm -hmm. France. Sure. Yeah, I mean, for, for various reasons. But the, uh, uh, the State Department has issued a warning that Russia has agents in the Donbass ready to create a false flag operation. They should know because they sent our yeah. agents over there. <laughs> exactly. That's what the... Uh, the Ukrainian separatists are saying they say that it's actually Ukrainian sacred agents that are likely to do murder and sabotage in the Donbass, disguised as Russians, in order to incite and more inflame the situation. Not to mention Kiev, because didn't I see where there was a rush of uh, a crowd onto the parliament in Kiev uh, just uh, overnight? Or wow, yesterday? I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't really check the news this yeah, morning. Yeah, I mean it's just like 2014 all over again. Yeah. Well, so, we pushed out the <laughs> the regime so that we could bring in our own. Right. That's so who did. was this mob? Did they identify the mob? I, I actually didn't f get through the story, but okay. I saw an image of the crowd and a reference to the fact that they had swarmed the parliament. Well, all of this talk is driving the Ukrainians crazy, but nobody cares about the Ukrainians. You know, this is all... And the Ukrainians aren't concerned about the Russian invasion. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them are. I mean, let's let's face it. Ukraine is divided. In the south and the east, they're, you know, mostly uh, ethnic Russian. But in the north, in Kiev, and then going west to uh, Lvov, which is the most western city, uh, they're mostly Poles or Lithuanians. You know, they, they're yeah. not friendly to Russia. Right, but they're going to these men-on-the-street yeah. people. Uh -huh. And they're not concerned. That's the message. That's the narrative no, they I want us to see. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe. But I've seen that a lot of Ukrainians are panicking, and uh, they don't know what's going to happen. And uh, they're, uh, this whole situation is being inflamed. But you know, nobody cares about them. They've already lost fourteen thousand people, at least in the in the uh, uh, you know, and the after effects of uh, the four two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they don't know. Uh, they're they're all confused and stressed out, but we don't care. The uh, MI5 six doesn't care. Uh, 
Now the and Johnson's going to send in troops. <laughs> yeah. Biden. He's, he's Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Boris Johnson. Oh, Johnson. Oh gosh, is that like the the? Uh, so our fifty-first state is committed to yeah. sending troops into <laughs> that, the region. Is that like the one battleship that was supposed to go into the Black Sea and, <laughs> and then turned around at the last minute? Yeah, or remember the, that. Yeah. Or the one ship that was supposed to challenge China and. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> <laughs> Johnson is relieving the glory old days of the British well, Empire he that needs aren't a, there. Well, he needs a distraction as well. Yeah, oh yeah. Because he's in trouble electorally, just like Biden is. Oh yeah, he is. Which is really the reason for all of this. They need a distraction. Right. We, the, the American people have the recollection of uh, five minutes before they move on to something else. Exactly. And they, uh, of course, Clinton distracted everybody when he started the war over Kosovo and you know, it seemed to work then. So well, yeah, it always works. They go back it, to the playbook. It's yeah. formulaic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Biden, I remember he shocked the Washington elite by admitting that if there wasn't much they could we could do if Russia invades the Ukraine, especially if it's a slight incursion. Oops. Yeah, oops. Did I step <laughs> over your line? Oh, <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, I'll just put the tip in, baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> just to t- get a taste of it. You know, <laughs> you know the, you know the yeah, thing. Yeah, we know the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so now that makes it likely or more likely that if Ukraine does do something on the border, Russia would invade and they would just occupy the Donbass region. So that they, you know, nobody talks about the 100,000 troops that Ukraine has on the border with Donbass. I think that actually what you, that scenario that you're describing is, is a reasonable scenario, I think. Yeah. yeah. If, if Ukraine, especially if Ukraine does something aggressive against the people of the Donbass, then it, I think it is kind of likely that Russia will move in and provide security for the that, for that region. And how many do they have in the trenches already? The Ukrainian They have 100,000 at least. Yeah, about 100,000. And um, most of them are conscripts, and they're not going to probably yeah, want right, to fight. Right. They'd rather be yeah. anywhere else than Just in about anywhere trenches. else, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but some of them are hardcore neo-Nazis. You know, you can see them flying the swastika from, sure. uh, you know, over, that, yeah. you know. That's what this historical thing is about. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, if more hawkish elements in Moscow pervade Russia, you know, Russia could conceivably take the whole South, and that would uh, secure their access, uh, their safety to the Black Sea, which is historically extremely important to Russia. It's the only uh, warm water outlet to the to the world, to the Atlantic, and so uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd, like I say, if they just take the South, I, there may not be that much, uh, you know, opposition. They might mm-hmm. be welcomed. I mean, just like <laughs> we were supposed to be welcomed into Iraq. And to think this is just about NATO. I know. It's, it's really, you know, and it doesn't get any attention whatsoever. No, it doesn't. And for our listening audience, I'm going to quote Eisenhower once again on this show because we talk about it all the time. But in 1951... Mm-hmm. He said, if in 10 years all American troops stationed in Europe for national defense purposes have not been returned to the United States, then this whole project will have failed. Exactly.
is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus Broadcast Station, the power of radio since 1967. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Talking Truth to Power. I'm your host, Brendan Trainer. I'm here with Leland Vagri. So, uh, you know, this could possibly turn into World War III. We, ho- we surely hope not. We've discussed that potential scenario on the show in the past. Yes. That they need a potential false flag to set up World War III. But I thought false flags don't exist. That's well, a conspiracy theory. <laughs> the false flag they're talking about doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Mediaite, I mean, I, at least it was a few days ago, you will see that they still consider false flags to be a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, I think in their uh, interest, they, they want to sort of run this, this idea, this theme that is degradable so that they don't, it doesn't have any serious connotation for the most part. You know, that's the whole point of it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, then we had uh, the, the NATO alliance is, is falling apart. Uh, the heroic German admiral or vice admiral. Wait, did you hear that? That was Eisenhower turning in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> K. Akim Schoenbach. Yeah. I he, saw that quote. Yeah. That was quite something. Yeah. He said, uh, Putin deserves respect. And uh, he was caught on video saying that uh, there is no way that the Crimea is going back to Ukraine, which we have said over and over again. I mean, there's a better chance that America will give Texas back to Mexico than Crimea will <laughs> go back to Ukraine. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the... Uh, for, for, for speaking truth to power, he was forced to resign, but uh, his courage in speaking out, it shook the Western alliance. Who knew there was a naval operative like that in, the, in Germany? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't think of Germany as having a navy. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, si- you got to sink the Bismarck. They man. do. <laughs> you got to sink the Bismarck. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did what? Did I lose you? <laughs> uh, but then, um, you know, like I said, his courage shook the Western alliance, and then Germany announced that they're not going to let uh, Lithuania or Poland, who really, really hate the Russians, you know, they're not going to let them transport arms to Ukraine through through the German airspace, mm-hmm. and the uh, uh, the. So they're talking tough in public a little bit, but they're really backing off right. in private. And then uh, Croatia, that little country right across the Adriatic Sea from northern Italy. Huge. Yeah. They, yeah. they said they're not going to join uh, in an uh, attack. So the alliance, you know, it's kind of like that, that scene uh, there in, uh, uh, from the, uh, the range war with, um, oh gosh, on uh, the Western, anyway, that they're kind of losing their army. Yeah, right. <laughs> the um, there's not a lot of um, a particular interest in the maintenance of NATO. I mean, they weren't even paying for their 
no, military they, hardware. I mean, know. Trump was right. Yeah, absolutely. Trump was, was right. If, if, you uh, want, if you want this to remain, then you pay for it. Exactly. And, uh, you know, if Russia can't be that much of a threat if they're not arming themselves mm -hmm. against Russia. Yeah. So. Welcome to the world, Joe. <laughs> you having a good time, Joe? <laughs> I think he is. He stopped for ice cream yesterday. <laughs> Did you see the press conference with Pasaki? I've, I've seen several of them. Which one are you Yesterday's, to? I mean. Oh, I don't know. I Yesterday, and they asked what he was doing. Because he didn't seem to have anything on his schedule. Nothing oh, that anybody yeah, knew he, about. He doesn't have anything so, on his schedule today either. So, so she cited all these plenary meetings he was, he was uh, having and this and that and the other. And then he <laughs> suddenly <laughs> he, he <laughs> turns up at an ice cream store. <laughs> This whole thing is complete bullshit. Yeah, it is. We gotta fight it. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he turns up at an ice cream store like a little kid. I know. Isn't that what it suggests? Comfort food. Yeah. Yes, exactly. exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, U.S. is uh, so far the U.S. seems to be refusing to consider the red lines. Now, some reports are that. You know, they are, we are responding to Russia's um, security uh, proposals. It's not an ultimatum yet, but it's a serious, serious proposal that they want a response to. And they are, you know, the word is that it's going to be, the U.S. proposal will be s secret, which could mean that we're ready to concede some, some more, although it could mean anything else, actually. I don't have a good feeling about it with, no. with Blinken in charge. No, not with Blinken in charge. <laughs> Are we the birdies? <laughs> you got that right. But, you know, there's really nothing they can do. They can spit and sputter and, and so on. But the fact is that we're losing the empire and good riddance. I mean, uh, you know, we've talked about Latin America and how they're coalescing. And uh, if if we refuse to consider seriously Russia's proposals for a new security alliance in, in Europe, there's a lot of things Russia can do besides cut off gas to Europe, which I don't think they would do because they, they consider the gas pipelines to be a, a, a business deal and not political. So I don't think they would do that. But there's a, there's a lot of things they could do. I mean... The repatriation they, of troops? Yeah, they could send troops to Latin American countries that are aligned in the ABLA group, like Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua, Bolivia. Do you think our failed, uh, uh, frail failure understood that when he was speaking with Putin a couple of weeks ago? Do you think he got that? I, you know, it's hard to tell what he remembers <laughs> from one moment to the next. Or was he thinking about his chocolate-covered ice cream cone? So you the know, best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. <laughs> he just gave up. Yeah. You know? So anyway. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have enough time to think. That's the problem. Yeah. Biden needs more time to think. And Biden is a, uh, or he was, you know, a tough guy. Uh, he's, remember he said he's going to take Trump out behind the woodshed yeah. and beat him up? Yeah, uh-huh. 
but Putin is a judo expert. He really is a judo champion. He won the... Yeah, that's right. I've seen yeah. him in his... Yeah, in his outfit. In his attire, yeah. So he's playing jujitsu with us, and we're trying to box, and it's not going well. It's not going well. <laughs> um, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what is he down now into the high 20s, realistically, on his yeah, favorability? favorability. And I saw uh, Mark Penn this morning, and he says that you know, you get below 40 and it's over. Uh-huh. So he's he's 10% off that plateau. So The only question is, what are they going to do with Kamala? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is she, <laughs> now, that, now that Breyer has made his decision to step down, that seat is empty. Uh-huh. Would they put her in that position and bring in another vice presidential candidate? Do you candidate? really think, uh, well, I guess. They've got the 25th Amendment now. Yeah. And that's an option. They used that under Nixon. And remember how the 25th Amendment came about? It was introduced by Charles Percy, uh -huh. who was an, a Rockefeller in-law, okay. a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. And it was meant to allow for the Rockefellers to bypass the electoral process. Okay. Because they knew he was never going to be nominated. All right. No chance in hell. Right. So the 25th Amendment allowed him to be president without ever being elected. And guess what? Instead of it working the way they intended, <laughs> we got Gerald Ford, who was never elected. Right. And uh, we all know what a great president Gerald Ford was. <laughs> <laughs> he sat on the uh, investigation for the Kennedy assassination. I know he did. Yeah, he, yeah. So he was very valuable to yes. them. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean. He never introduced a major piece of legislation in his career in the House. Did you know that? <laughs> Nothing. He was just there for the socials and the, yep. know, the rest of the... Or like Dad, Dad Crenshaw admitted, he was there to get ahead. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> Not there to serve the people, but he's there to get ahead. That's I, I, why I'm happy to invoke Dan Crenshaw anytime I see him because I think he's such a phony. You know, he's right about he's 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 with us on several issues. Yeah. But he strays way off the mark on a, on some very important ones. And I just uh, and Trump is one of them. And he's it. in trouble with some of the evangelical Christians because his radio show is very evangelical, and then he goes out and does things that they don't approve of either. So he's he's another work of art. I know. Uh, but anyway, the um, <laughs> <laughs> ever thought of him as a work of art? <laughs> <laughs> well, some statues get toppled. You yeah, know? right. <laughs> so you know, Biden in the West, they're they're uh, punching wildly at judo, and they're not landing mu at uh, the jujitsu champion Putin, and they're not landing very much. They are stuck in tactics like moving troops around or. Threatening to move missiles around. Well, Putin is thinking strategically. He's he's way ahead of them. And they really have nothing. They really have no leverage on him. I mean, he's already said they could cut off SWIFT. And then Germany came out and said, no, 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 don't cut off SWIFT. You know, that will destroy the Western banking system as much as it'll destroy Russian banking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, and then people are saying that Putin is a billionaire and he has billions of dollars in London, but nobody has ever figured out where it is. <laughs> well, if anybody has a secret bank account, I'm sure he does have one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, that's the least of our trouble. <laughs> right, exactly.
Hi, this is Eddie Floyd. Let me tell you about my favorite nonprofit public charity, Wynema Wild Horse Sanctuary, located on the Forsyth Ranch in Hallelujah Junction area. And please go to www.wynemaranch.com. That's W-Y-N-E-M-A ranch.com. Getting to know you. Let me tell you about America Matters with Eddie Floyd. It comes on every Monday at noon. Don't want you to miss it. That's America Matters with Eddie Floyd. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Talking Truth to Power. And uh, we, uh, I think it's time we delve a little bit into the Great Reset, a.k.a. now it's being called the Great Transition. I haven't heard it described that Yeah, way. Klaus Schwab apparently issued an edict. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. So, it, uh, you know, these are going to be a blurry a little bit between uh, everything, but let's go over what uh, the elites at Davos have in store for us. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's where it's being brewed. Yeah. <laughs> so the first premise is you will own nothing and be happy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You will rent and everything will be delivered to you by drone. <laughs> yeah, in their perfect world, huh? We will print organs. There will be no more need for transplants. Well, that's, that's actually coming. It's possible, yeah. yes. You will eat less meat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does you Sandy know bugs, this? You will eat bugs, and like it. <laughs> Does Sandy Cortez know this? <laughs> Isn't she the one that champions less meat? I think so, uh, yeah. I think, I think yeah, she's, she's, she's on board. Yeah. A billion people will be displaced by climate change. So we will have to welcome these new refugees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're already making that claim on our border. Yes, exactly. You know the one they yeah. don't care about? Yeah, right. <laughs> we care very much for Ukraine's Absolutely border. Absolutely they do. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's got a new bill that Ukraine's border must be inviolable. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but Mexico and the U.S., not, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> Uh, we will go to Mars. Science can figure out how we can be he- healthy in space. That's another part of the Great Reset. I don't know why they stuck There's Mars There's a lot in of that. elitist fascination with terrestrial right. ex- exploration. Extraterrestrial, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I, I don't share it, but um, all of the big money is right there. Mm-hmm. Vacations in space. Right. There will be a global carbon tax. And carbon dioxide polluters will have to pay the most. Mm-hmm. Actually, it'll be passed on to us because they don't pay tax. No. We'll be paying it. <laughs> and the dumbbells will never understand that. Our Western values will be stretched to the breaking point. But democratic checks and balances will not be forgotten. Ah, so it'll be a nice memory. <laughs> exactly. You know, I published on our uh, Facebook Talking Truth to Power page, uh-huh. this great article from uh, Von Mises, uh, 
website from, I think it goes back to November of 2020, but it's been republished. It's called The United Nations and the Origins of the Great Reset. It's a phenomenal article. Okay. And we urge our listeners to go to our Facebook page, our Talking Truth to Power Facebook page, and read that article because it really lays it out nicely. And it mentions, it goes into detail. It, go, it talks about the elitism, and it talks about the secret societies, and the struggle for world government, and everything we talk about here on the show. It's a brilliant, brilliant piece. And, with, and which we're seeing unfolding now. Yeah, we're watching it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's the great transition. I, there's probably more, but that's what I got off uh, so far from, from the uh, great Klaus Schwab. Well, I think those are key points. Yeah. I wouldn't take issue with any of those. I just think it's a little less academic than I think it should be understood by by the average citizen, you know, uh -huh. once they... <laughs> it's a big club, <laughs> and you ain't in it. Yeah, well said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then... Uh, what has the squad been up to? Not much. What the, uh, the squad this year, which was supposed to be the great socialist terror that was going to descend on us, according to Fox News, they've done nothing. The only thing they've done is uh, certify that Nancy Pelosi's secret police, I mean, capital police expansion. A slip of the tongue there. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all over the place. Uh, Alex Jones was questioned at, at the... Uh, at the committee, and he claims that uh, his texts and emails have been stolen, and he he says he pleaded the fifth a hundred times during his testimony. There, none of these people are being allowed to have uh, ex uh, judicial review of this stuff, yeah. and I mean it's flagrantly unconstitutional um, in so many ways, and I think that it's going to probably end up in the at the Supreme Court level before it's all over because it's just so flagrant, you know. Mm -hmm. Where do these people get this? You know? <laughs> They're really, it, other than desperation, yes. mean, that's really the, the modus operandi here. But apart from that, the thing that, that they can get away with it you know, is the part that is pretty difficult to comprehend. Well, Sonia Sotomayor came out against packing the court. So did she? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah, mm -hmm. she did. She came out against it. So, uh, you know... Uh, now that Breyer is resigning, and you, you think they're going to possibly promote Kamala. Well, I, I postulate that. I don't know. But, uh -huh. I mean, they, they do have a problem with her. Right. What would you do with her? Exactly. How would you convince her to take that seat to begin with? And then they have Manchin and, and um, uh, what's her name in Arizona? Cinema. Cinema. They have to deal with her. All right. Or with them. So, I mean, they don't, it's not going to be an easy path for them either way. But they have, they have all kinds of, of trouble. They don't, right. how, they're not really sure how to, this will play out, I don't think. So, but uh, none of them are good. So then, um, when does he resign? Did, did the news? I didn't go into it. Uh, I just heard it as I left this morning, actually. I was in okay. my car on my way up here to do the show when I, when I heard the story. So I don't know. But, um, it does create a vacancy, and it will permit Biden to select someone who's much younger than Breyer. So right. should they, that person be much younger than Breyer, then she will, or he will be there a lot longer. Yeah. But if he selects somebody, um, perhaps even uh, someone with color, 
mm-hmm. perhaps a woman, mm-hmm. uh, you, you wouldn't be able to touch her. Right. Because, you know, we're all racists now. You know? <laughs> so her decision-making has nothing to do with the issue. It's the fact that she has pigment in her skin. Exactly. It's another. It'll be another affirmative action. Now. Yeah, because every day is January sixth now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every single day is January sixth. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps coming back. Uh, the the thing is, you know, that uh, I think the the worst, the weakest intellectual, intellectually weakest judge on the bench is probably Elena Kagan. She. She never really produced any body of work before mm-hmm. she was nominated, mm-hmm. and uh, now that they, uh, if they have another affirmative action justice that gets approved by the narrow Senate, then uh, it, it'll just be two another mediocrity on the court. That's yeah, as far as I can tell. But we'll have to see and see who they nominate. Of yeah. course. Well, you know it can't be anybody good. No. Because they're motivated now by desperation, and desperation only. So mm-hmm. they only have a... dog face pony show. <laughs> <laughs> they only have a very uh, limited window here to get all this uh, nonsense through, and so um, they're at it. They're, I mean, they are burning the midnight oil. Well, if he resigns, you don't know when he said he was going to effectively resign, but then this will be a major I mean, distraction for the rest of their agenda sure as well. and they're looking for distraction yeah that's what the whole thing is all their, their plate is full of nothing but distraction and I, I don't think that uh, any of this is going to come to benefit them ultimately I mean it doesn't change the composition of the court no it just changes it just the duration one liberal for another yeah you think Mitch McConnell will try to delay it until after the election? Well, he did a good job getting rid of uh, the, <laughs> Merrick Garland. The Merrick yeah. Garland. So, uh, to his credit, <laughs> that was genius. <laughs> Imagine if he was on the bench. Yeah. Joe Brandon, I agree. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, if Mitch were here, I'd give him a great big wet kiss for that one. That was a brilliant thing because nobody really understood. Uh, the extent to which Merrick Garland was uncomfortable with the Constitution. But yeah. we can see it now. Oh, yeah. It's very clear. Well, can I say that he happens to be Jewish? <laughs> yes, you can <laughs> say that. And you know what else it needs to be probably placed in this uh, portion of the segment here is that Durham received a couple of cell phones yesterday from the Inspector General over at DOJ. Do you see that? No, it's cell phone calls. Remember there were some cell phones that were missing? Oh, okay. And the inspector general, you know, didn't know where they were or whatever. It looks like the inspector general is part of the conspiracy, Mm. which doesn't surprise me. No, no. But now Durham has these cell phones. I mean, these cell phones should have been available a couple years ago. Exactly. So they were in the drawer somewhere and just didn't happen to... (laughs) Who let the dogs out? Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to do that since the show started, didn't we? <laughs> Makes for a fun visual, anyway. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the. Um, and then the New York Times is going back a little bit to Omicron. I think we have a few seconds left. Yep. Uh, they confirmed that Q was right and that uh, the jab the uh, vaccine actually can cause 
what they call short and transitory lengthening of women's menstrual cycles, which people were denying all over the place, and now it's, it seems that it's true. Well, so, even I saw this morning Fox is now um, covering the fact that Fauci was covering up his emails. Yeah. We know that those emails reveal everything about the origins of this pandemic. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus Broadcast Station, the power of radio since 1967. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now, back to the show. in the news and of course we have to give our anti-defamation league disclaimer yeah. yeah that we recognize that israel is the uh, only democracy in the middle east because <laughs> lebanon's falling apart we right. don't yeah so yeah, there's nothing left of that <laughs> and that uh, you know we they are our greatest ally in the middle east and they don't throw throw gay people off a rooftop to their credit they don't do no, that no and uh, we must also remember that each and every time we observe Jews behaving badly, it's always, always our, our fault. fault. Yeah. Exactly. Well, there's been a couple of Jewish personalities in the news this week. And the first one is the uh, editor for National Public Radio, Nina Totenberg. Yeah. Yeah, she happens to be Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah. So she caused a, a big brouhaha this last week when she reported that Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch refused to wear a mask when uh, Chief Justice Roberts asked them, uh, the justices to wear a mask to accommodate liberal justice Sonia Sotomayor, who is scared of getting the COVID due to her diabetic condition. And we had mentioned that on our show. Right, yeah. yeah. So, but as uh, it turns out... Yeah. Well, you know, the left uh, picked up on that, and they really ganged up on uh, Justice Gorsuch. Mean uh, old Gorsuch. Mean old Gorsuch. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, she's pummeled uh, Gorsuch several times. Uh, she said, except it, that uh, Justice Roberts asked the justices to mask up, but Gorsuch refused. And uh, so uh, he was just uh, evil. He wants to kill Sotomayor because he refuses to wear a mask. The left just loves these masks, don't they? <laughs> yeah. It's, their, it's a, symbol of, a symbolism of their power, you know, their control over us. It's really amazing. <laughs> 
Now, even if he had worn a cloth mask, there would have been no outcry, <laughs> even though the masks don't block anything. That's right. Yeah, they don't do anything. No, they're nothing more than a facial decoration, <laughs> according to the CDC. And it's not clear that Sotomayor even knew whether anyone or everyone would wear masks at the arguments. She had uh, previously said she was going to participate remotely. So uh, none of this mattered as the media ran with the story of Gorsuch forcing Sotomayor to stay virtual and refusing to yield, and Gorsuch refusing to yield to Robert's alleged encouragement to wear a mask. And far be it from me to mention this, yeah. but NPR is taxpayer-funded. Exactly. Yeah. And, w and when Gingrich was in majority and Speaker of the House, he couldn't get rid of this. No. That thing just has to be lined out. Exactly. Gone. And this is the kind of result we get. Uh-huh. Exactly. All of it at taxpayer expense. So a MSNBC's Nicole Wallace declared Gorshitz guilty of anti-mask insanity. <laughs> <laughs> Joy Reid accused Gorsuch of virtually standing Sotomayor up in front of a COVID firing squad for his own enjoyment. Mean old Gorsuch. <laughs> uh, Joy Reid declared that Gorsuch was risking the life of his colleague and was a rotten co-worker. Now she's going to lose her show, right? Yeah, I think, I think she is. They're yeah. going to phase her out. I believe so. Because she, she couldn't draw flies to that thing. No. <laughs> And Reid even declared that Gorsuch loves COVID, which makes him the perfect <laughs> Republican. <laughs> uh, they got to clean up their act over there. They'll, no. There won't be anybody left. <laughs> what have they got half a, half a million uh, watching the show now uh, in the evenings? Something like a half a million is all yeah. in the entire country. Yeah, yeah I mean... You know, I mean, Joe Rogan draws uh, yeah, right. over 11 million for mm -hmm. each show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tucker draws 4 million, and that's the next highest. And if they really wanted commercial success for the entity, uh -huh. which is, uh, whose parent, by the way, is AT&T. Oh, no, that's, is she, she's on MSNBC, isn't she? Who, which one? Joy Reid. Yes, she's on MSNBC. I get them all, get both of those propaganda yeah, sure, channels the same, yeah. Yeah, mixed up. But, um, I mean, if they really wanted commercial success, they'd tap where the money is, they'd go to Rogan. They'd give him a show. They'd give her, yeah. him, her, her, her uh, segment, you know? I mean, they, they're not interested in money, obviously. No, they're interested in, in the line. In the thought. That they get from their producers who happen to be Jewish. The propaganda. Yeah, propaganda. Former Senator Claire McCaskill said, what kind of guy does this? I can tell in meeting with him that he thought he was better than anyone else and, more important, smarter. <laughs> How difficult would that be? <laughs> How can he be smarter when he doesn't have a Jewish mind? <laughs> uh, and uh, Daily Cost chimed in. Uh, one trait common to every conservative is a sociopathic lack of empathy. Oh, ouch. I know. <laughs> I mean, Joe Biden is just so empathetic. Yeah. I know. We have, to, we have to admit that. Well, I know that. When I see him with his dog, I can see how yeah. nice he is. Yeah. He's a nice guy. <laughs> I don't have anything new for you on that, and we'll, we'll circle back with you directly. I can circle back. I'll circle back with you. Please do. <laughs> But then finally, in a very rare 
you know, a rebuttal from the Supreme Court that never does this. Roberts issued a statement that the whole mm-hmm. story was false. He never asked any of his colleagues to wear masks on the bench. And uh, previously, the justices did not wear masks during arguments. Uh, the joint statement, then uh, Gorsuch and Sotomayor issued a joint statement that uh, the, the whole controversy was false. But yep. Nina Totenberg refused to back down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have no principle. No. Just none. The, the, the only principle is that, you know, they are the ones that are always right and smarter than everybody else. Well, that, but not I mean, that's just, even when the evidence is against you, you I know. cling to that. Right, and she attacked uh, the the uh, NPR ombudsman who does not seem to be Jewish. She has a name as Kelly, she's an Irish name, and uh, uh, then the people did come to Gorsuch's defense. But the point of it is, is that when will people? This is bigger than just liberal and conservative divide. This is. When these, right, yeah. yeah, these Ashkenazi Jews have an actual hatred of, especially Gorsuch, who is the most individualistic justice, and mm-hmm. he's also the only now white Anglo-Saxon Protestant on the bench, and that is really they are really the focus of the. The key uh, word there is Protestant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then we have another example of the uh, Ashkenazi Jews' hatred of the uh, the whites and uh, the, the power that uh, whites seem to have, and they wanted for themselves. And that was uh, President Vindman. Mm-hmm. Now here we have President Vindman. If you <laughs> you remember, we call him that because he's the one that started the whole controversy over. President, then President Trump's call, phone calls, yeah, yeah, to Ukraine, because he thought that President Trump was going against, you know, his idea of what American foreign policy should be, which is the State Department elite. Yeah, exactly. Well, that is what we were trying to do. Trump didn't do a good enough job getting that crowd out of there. Right. He, he won't make that mistake again. I, I hope not. No. You know, if we get him back in there, I hope not. And I also hope he doesn't bring Kushner back into power. There's a lot of people that uh, he gave the opportunity to prove themselves, uh-huh. and they proved to be enemies of our agenda. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, it's once again, it's the hatred of the diaspora Ashkenazi Jews for anything Russian, and especially Christian Russian, traditional Christian Russian, which is what Russia is. And, you know, most of the Congress, most Republicans, in fact, except for a few, uh, refuse to acknowledge that Russia is now a Christian conservative state. Right. Well, you know the thing about Joe Biden? No. I don't think he comes across as an inspirational figure. <laughs> 